Welcome to the Switched On Podcast. This is Dan. Each episode, I'm bringing you an inspiring person or message to help you discover how to think broader and live a more switched on life. A quote for today's episode, it isn't how far you can travel, it is how far you can see that matters most. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now let the questioning begin. Hello, welcome to the Switched On Podcast. Today, we have a great guest in Dallin Reber, and Dallin is the CEO and founder of a company named Realizations. He currently has a product on Amazon called the Self Mastery Journal, and I'm really excited to have Dallin on. Dallin's going to share with you his journey from high-level athletics achievements uh, down to this realization that he really wasn't fulfilling his purpose, and as a result, he dove in and really has been creating a whole new attack for his life. So with that, uh, Dallin, I want to welcome you on board and uh, get the introduction going, and uh, welcome. Awesome, Dan. I appreciate it. Thanks for that little intro. I'm excited you know, to be here with you on this podcast. Perfect. Well, Dallin, uh, maybe we can start off and have you share a little bit about um, kind of the, the why of what you're up to, how this uh, developed for you, and in the terms of the way I, I like to talk about it with everybody is, what signal did you get that kind of was the amplifying thing that said, hey, you're not going after your purpose, and then we'll talk about how you dove in and, and changed that uh, as this progresses. Yeah, awesome. I'll do my best to uh, keep my story as brief as I can. But basically, as you mentioned, I was able to play uh, collegiate baseball at the Division One level. I played for University of Kentucky and Brigham Young University. And once I finished up with that, you know, it, w- it was time to figure out what I was going to do with life. And having been involved in athletics my entire life up until that point, I decided to, to stay in athletics and pursue a graduate graduate degree in exercise physiology with an emphasis in sports science. So I was really intrigued by, you know, the, the new science that was coming out for performance purposes. And I got my master's at University of Kentucky. And long story short, was able to get a pretty awesome research gig down in Tampa, Florida at a, at a facility that does both the training of high-level athletes as well as research um, and, you know, across the whole spectrum of performance and health and all that. And I was more so on the research side. So, and as you mentioned, um, I landed this job and shortly after, you know, although I liked this job at the time, it, I, I knew that something wasn't fulfilling me. It wasn't something that I necessarily uh, woke up excited about, and I continued to, you know, question what I was going to do in the future, which was kind of an odd predicament, right? I'm in this job that I love the people I work with, a lot of great mentors, but at the same time, I'm still searching for something. So this led down a series of events where, um, you know, I like to call them introspective events where I was engaging in personal development uh, practices such as, you know, reading, even listening to podcasts, meditation, uh, spending time with myself, with my thoughts and, and journaling and journaling being a big one for me. Um, that, that, and through this process, you know, I was able to just kind of learn more about myself and what, what is it that actually kind of ignites me from within is how I like to say it. So that's, uh, that's my quick, without getting into too much detail, that's my quick, 
little story. You know, I was down in Florida with my family, ended up having uh, our second kid, which is another piece of the puzzle. But, um, but yeah, that's kind of my, my, my journey from going, uh, from career to questioning, you know, where I was at and where I wanted to be. Yeah, that's great. You know, in our pre-call discussion, you said a couple things that I had written down. One was you had said this lens of what society felt was important versus what individually um, you were feeling was important was was very different. And I think it's a great, you know, point to emphasize because a lot of us get trapped in that, you know, the society vision kind of pulls you along and gets you on the conveyor belt. And it's really not what you're wanting to be up to, but you kind of get sucked into the vortex of that pull. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, looking back, it's it's kind of funny because at the age of like, you know, 17, when somebody just begins thinking about going to college, they're already bombarded with questions of what they're going to stu- study and what they're going to do for the rest of their life. And speaking for myself, you know, when you're in this scenario, I think naturally you, you just kind of evolve or you, you kind of head down a path that you think is impressive to speak about. So when I was going through my journey of introspection and learning more about myself, I had to question, you know, why am I doing what I'm doing right now? Is it because I truly love it and it, and it is my purpose or is it because, you know, I like telling my aunt about it when I go to our family reunion? It sounds cool. And through questioning myself in this way, I kind of came to the conclusion that, you know, this is, it sounds cool. It's, it's glamorous. It's got a lot of cool, you know, perks to it, but it's not, it's not what I want to do. It's, it's more so something that frankly, um, I, I pursued because I thought that it sounded impressive and it was, it was a cool career, right? But I think there's a difference between you know, doing something that you think is cool and that is impressive to others and finding what actually fulfills you from within that and drives you daily. Yeah, no, great, great way to look at it. And another note I had made in our discussion was you had made a statement that struck me of just living and acting uh, full of purpose. And um, it really does get down to that. So love that, love that view and lens. So yeah, for sure. That's, yeah, that's a big, a big piece of my story is I think once you identify your personal vision and you get detailed on it, then your action becomes purpose driven, right? You're, you're, you're not acting because, you know, you're trying to be busy or it's what you should be doing. Uh, moreover, you're acting because that it, it's fueled from within, right? It's, it's, there's a purpose behind it. There's a why behind it. And now when you have that purpose driven action, it, you don't only know what needs to be done, but you know why it needs to be done because you understand the vision that you're heading towards. Yeah. Perfect. So, you know, as we dive into this company realizations and your, and your self mastery journal, um, Give us uh, a little bit of flavor about, you know, what's special and unique about this and how do we utilize this, you know, in our everyday living? Yeah, so I'll give you a little background on the name realizations. It comes um, there. It's kind of twofold. One, I think that anybody, anybody at any time 
you know, at this moment, we are at point A and our goal is to go to point B, whatever that point B is. And I like to refer to that as, you know, we're, we have aspirations and our goal is to make those aspirations realizations. So realizations, one side of it is, you know, taking you from aspirations to realizations. And the other side is when reflecting upon myself, my journey, um, I started to realize that, you know, throughout different stages of life, e- each stage brought a different realization, something else that I could learn from it. And it goes back to something that my dad taught me. He always he always told me to enjoy the season you're in. And obviously, he's not speaking about, you know, summer, fall, winter, spring, but he's referring to the season of life that you're in. Enjoy it and and, and learn from it. So one of the things that uh, I came to realize was that each season is is providing you with a realization. And the goal is to be aware of that realization as soon or as in the moment as possible, because a lot of times when we're not present, when we're, when we're not in that moment, we might get the, that realization from this specific season years down the road. And that's great, but it could be better, right? It, it, we could have come to that conclusion now. And, and that comes through self-awareness, right? So practices that bring self-awareness, um, such as journaling and being more, more mindful of your day-to-day action and things that you can improve upon and your strengths and weaknesses. And this allows you to recognize the the season of life that you're in and the realizations that it's providing you. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I, uh, I just wrote down that quote of enjoying the season you're in. It's um, something that I kind of recite as a personal mantra is just enjoy every, every moment. And you can't judge whether the moment is good or bad. It's there for a reason. And, really trying to core into just being present and enjoying those present moments, whatever they are, is such a blessing, but also something that has really been um, something I've had to really discipline myself to do. So I do, yeah. I, I love that. Enjoy the season you're in quote. And I, I even take it to one more level, which is enjoying every moment you're in. Absolutely. That's great. Yeah. The, um, so when you talk about using the journal, give us a little flavor of how this product, you know, how do you use it? How do you have some great, you know, outcomes with it? Yeah. So as you mentioned, it's the self mastery journal and, you know, you can look at self mastery from you know, many different perspectives, but what it boils down to is being able to learn from your past and apply that to your future while, just like you said, while thriving in the moment. So the journal is broken down into a simple morning routine and evening routine. And in the morning, you know, you have your today's top goals, today's affirmation, and I'm grateful for. So there's there's areas, you know, your goals are obviously um, to help progress moving forward, while gratitude journaling is great for understanding the present moment and, and cultivating that attribute of being more present. And then the evening routine is just broken down into two questions. What went well today? And what can I do? What can I do improve? Uh, what can I improve upon moving forward? So this allows you to reflect and become self-aware on not only where you're crushing it, but what might need some, some adjustments tomorrow. So with, you know, it's a very simple design, simple layout, 
because I wanted it to be something that some, that people can do in two to three minutes. It's not, you know, uh, it's, it's not something that needs to, where you need to dedicate 30 minutes or an hour to, um, but you still are able to get those benefits where you are understanding your past and your experiences and you're dissecting them and able to apply that not only to your future, but uh, to today, to right now, because the goal is, you know, it's not to be the best version of yourself 20 years from now. It's to be the best version of yourself today. Yeah, that's great. It's, um, it's an interesting thing where, um, I'm going to relate it to something we talked about in the pre-call discussion as well. You had talked about how your very first at bat at the collegiate level, you had hit a home run and, you know, the home run to me is, it's a cool, metaphor for life in the way that it's the ultimate in truth. You did it. There is no ambiguity around, well, you know, was it really a home run or did you cheat to to get the home run or did it go foul or, you know, there's all sorts of things, but no, the truth is it was a home run. And (laughs) I find in life that a lot of us struggle with really, you know, telling the truth. And um, I was crushed personally in baseball by a moment that happened years ago, but there was a big world series game. And one of my favorite players was Derek Jeter at the time. And, you know, Jeter, you know, he, he managed to get on base by, by telling a lie, which was that the, the pitch had hit him. The home plate base, um, you know, said, you know, you get first base, but it didn't hit him. And I felt that moment was just such a, metaphor for what's wrong in society where it's like, no, actually, Derek, you're an amazing hitter. Tell the truth. Get up there and and tell him, no, it didn't hit me. I want to hit. Um, mm-hmm. And that moment of untruthfulness, um, I find in a journaling kind of way, is really reflecting each day on moments where you might have bent the truth or you didn't tell it like it was uh, or valuable reflections. So I look forward to to looking at your your product and using it myself and helping me, you know, kind of stay on track on moments like that where I'm really trying to live in the in the present and live in the truth. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great metaphor. Awesome story. Um, but you're exactly right. Um, in order to uh, build this self-awareness, you know, you ultimately you have to be completely transparent and truthful with yourself. And that's one of the things that journaling really brings out, you know, you can't, you can't lie to yourself. You can't lie to these, to these prompts and these questions that you're asking yourself. And, and it really exposes where you need to focus on in order to make those improvements and, and ultimately be more truthful to yourself and to others. Yeah. Really cool. Well, um, appreciate that quick uh, journey into your product. And I'm really excited that you had the compassion and the excitement to bring something like this out to help others. Uh, a final question I like to ask everybody is I have this thing I call a cauliflower moment and it's quite simply what it is. It's a moment where you questioned a belief that you really thought was true and you found out some deeper truths about it. And the reason why it's termed cauliflower moment is I myself uh, started down a health journey and I had this really, really deep hatred of cauliflower and it came from my youth. My mom cooked it, stunk the house up. It was soggy. I had to choke it down every time. And then I 
come to find out it's one of the most powerful brain foods and nutrient packed things you could eat. And now it's uh, my favorite thing, have mashed potatoes all the time. In fact, two nights ago, had it again in all sorts of cauliflower is in my life now. And I just laugh. I laugh all the time. It's like, how did I hate something by never questioning it and wind up, you know, not having this in my life for 30 years. And now it's the favorite thing I look forward to the most to, to consume. <laughs> Blows me away how we form these beliefs. So right. I, I love to have people share. Talk to me about a moment where you, you, you stopped and questioned a belief and wound up realizing, wow, I had that wrong. That's awesome. I love, you know, I love this notion of cauliflower moment. Um, yeah, my cauliflower moment is definitely goes back to, um, when I was working the job that, you know, uh, didn't completely fulfill me or give me that purpose. And, and I've been tinkering around with the idea of creating this journal, but hadn't really taken it seriously, uh, yet. And in this process, um, you know, my wife and I, we had a discussion. We had a, a little girl at the time and we had discussed that we were going to wait until she gets a little bit older to, to try again. And, you know, you know how that story goes where <laughs> usually after that discussion, about two weeks later, um, everything's reversed. So uh, two weeks later, after that discussion, we found out we were expecting our second kid. And this this ultimately just caused me to look at things from a different light. Right. Because. Looking at it from a, a perspective as a parent, you know, I'm, I have a vision for the life that I'm building for my family. And not only that, but the, the lessons that I want to be able to teach my family and looking forward 20 years from now, you know, I want to be able to, to teach my kids and tell them that, you know, that they can ultimately accomplish the dreams that they set out to accomplish if they display the courage that it requires. And, you know, if they are able to com confront challenges that present themselves. So when I looked at it from this light, it, it caused me to look at my own story. What story am I building? How am I going to be able to to tell my kids that 20 years from now if I wasn't able to display that courage myself? So this was kind of this was a catalyst that propelled me to really take this journey seriously and and ultimately you know, it, it wasn't but four or five months later where I was able to step away from my job and dive into this full time and kind of just bootstrap it from the ground up. But that that's definitely my cauliflower moment where it, it really, it, it, you know, it, it woke me up and it made me it made me question myself, my story. And because ultimately I want my kids to be able to look at me as an example and be able to say, you know, see the risks that I took and, and not knowing all the steps that needed to be done in order to make it happen, but making it happen anyways. So I think that, you know, that's something that's a constant reminder to me when things are challenging, when challenges come up is how do I confront those and how is this going to play into my story that can help inspire my kids in the future? Yeah, that's great. You know, Della, it's a, uh... It's something that, you know, you should be proud of that you had the fortitude to take it on and really stick with it. It's it's a great learning lesson for all of us. Um, so I really appreciate you being on today and sharing that with everybody. Um, so to wrap up, let everybody know how they can reach out to you, how they can find your 
your journal and what other uh, ways you can interact with people as uh, they're going down their self-mastery journey. Yeah, so you can just uh, simply search downrever.com. It's D-A-L-L-E-N-R-E-B-E-R.com. And there I have a link to the, the product on Amazon. I also have a free download that, um, you know, it's called How Do Journal Correctly. I think a lot of people have, um, I guess, the, they, when they think of journaling, they think of just like a, a blank sheet of paper and a pen and writing down your thoughts. Well, uh, my the steps that I lay out and how to journal correctly, it will show you that that's not the type of journaling I'm referring to. It's more so, you know, answering a specific question and then going through goals and gratitude and affirmations and, and practices of uh, self-awareness and self-reflection. So if you search that link, downriver.com, you'll find that. And then, you know, you, in, anybody's free, welcome to reach out to me personally on Twitter. Down, that's at downriver. I'm, I'm active on Twitter. So that's another great spot to find me. But, you know, I encourage anybody to at least go grab the free download. I think that, that, uh, the, the techniques provided there are, are powerful in, in being able to create momentum and use that, at, you know, to be your catalyst to progress. Awesome. Well, really appreciate that. Look forward to uh, uh, using the journal myself and uh, look forward to staying connected with you. Appreciate your time. And we're uh, excited to bring you to uh, our listeners. Uh, yeah, and, awesome. Dan, I really, really appreciate you having me on this podcast. It's been been fun. Looking forward to staying in contact with you. All right. Great. Well, thanks for your time. And um, to all the listeners, have a great day.